Presented by Pony Jorgensen Clamping Products and Riverbend Home. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hope you guys are enjoying this beautiful fall weekend. I'm so inspired by the beautiful weather and the trees that are starting to change color. And it really wants me to take on projects outside the house. Even if I don't have one, I tend to go out there and make one. <laughs> just because I want to get her done, you know. So if you've got a project you'd like to do or yeah, one that you're planning for maybe the holiday season ahead, give us a call because we would love to help. Uh, you can reach us through the website at moneypit.com or by calling us at one eight 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 money pit Coming up on this show, if you're a home improvement weekend warrior, we've got tips on some all-in weekend projects that you might want to tackle. They're so easy on your schedule. You can fit them in after your Saturday morning coffee and still have enough time for a leisurely dinner on Sunday. And fall is a great time to get your lawn, garden, and landscape ready for winter and a quick comeback when it becomes spring. But to do that, you really need great quality tools. We're going to introduce you to a line of cordless products, including blowers and even chainsaws that are affordable and truly work just as well as the gas-powered tools without all the hassles of dealing with maintenance and the smelly gas. And if you want to give your walls a new look, we're going to have some tips on wall coverings that can add interest and color to your decor. And we've got a new sweepstakes going on now with the folks at RiverbendHome.com. It's called the Beautiful Bathroom Giveaway, and we're giving away $3,500 in bath products from brands like American Standard and Growy, all available at RiverbendHome.com. Check out the giveaway at MoneyPit.com slash sweepstakes. But first, we want to hear from you. What are your fall project plans? What would you like to get done? Give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT or post your questions to MoneyPit.com. If you do, you'll get the answers. Plus, we've got a set of 6-inch, 12-inch, and 24-inch steel bar clamps from our friends at Pony Jorgensen, worth 90 bucks. going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. Give us a call right now at one eight 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 money pit John in Minnesota, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes, I have a, a sauna in my basement that I have to transfer over to a, a, a shower. Okay, you want to convert it to a shower? Yes. And I'm wondering what I could put on those walls to dress it up, like um, some paneling or panels, or do I have to use uh, tile? Okay, well, first of all, um, before we talk about what you're going to put on the walls, how are you going to drain this? Is there a drain below the floor? Yes, I have a cement floor, and there's a a drain right in the middle of the, the room there, yes. Now, do you know if that drain is connected to the plumbing system of the house, or is it just a basic floor drain that perhaps goes outside somewhere? Uh, it is hooked up to the uh, uh, my sewer system. All right, terrific. Well, that's the hardest part. That's solved. So now it just becomes sort of a decor question for you. And you say that, that this was a sauna at some point in time? Yes. So I guess the sky's the limit here. I mean, what do you like? Do you like tile? Do you like uh, solid surfacing materials like Corian? I mean, you have you can pretty much do anything at this point. You're going to start with the floor, and you're going to put you're definitely going to put tile on the floor, I would think, and replace that drain with a cover that's built into the tile base. 
Um, and then from there, you're going to build it up. So you could do really anything you want to do at this point. You could put uh, tile on those walls. You could put solid surfacing materials on those walls. You know, or if you want to keep it funky, you could leave them as a wood. You could leave it as wood. I'm presuming it's probably cedar or some other type of moisture resistant material. Um, well, the walls are that gla- it's that clay tile. Oh, the walls are clay tile, so then it has to be covered. Yeah. So then the right thing to do here, if if it's it's basically sort of a raw surface right now, is you're going to need to put in a shower pan to start with, and then build up the bathroom from there. Now, if you've already got walls that are sort of creating this, how big is the space that the sauna was in now? Eight by eight. Okay. Do you want an eight by eight shower? You want it to be a, a pretty much a, a drive-in shower there? <laughs> That's a pretty big shower. Do you want it to be that big? Well, I was going to probably have like 80% of it, the shower. I wanted to put a double, like a double two-headed shower or one on the, yeah. have a rain shower on top and one coming out the side and then the other. Yeah, like a car wash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then the other part, just kind of a drying area. So, John, this sauna area, this 8x8 area, this is made of the terracotta clay tile? Yes. And I think you can glue a ceramic tile right to that with a good quality tile adhesive, as long as it's fairly flat, uh, because the tile's not going to bend. But if it's a flat surface, you should be able to adhere the tile right to it, since it's already a water-resistant back, uh, and, and, and pretty much go up from there. Now, the the floor have to build up a uh, a shower pan there so you get good drainage down to the to the to the hole in the floor so to speak but once you get that established i think you could adhere ceramic tile right to those terracotta terracotta walls and go right from there now make sure that you have ventilation in that space you have an exhaust fan of course do all your plumbing uh ahead of time and the last thing you'll do is lay those tile walls in does that make sense okay Yes, it does. All right, John, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, we've got Esther on the line from South Dakota with a gutter question. How can we help you today? Well, we need to replace our rain gutters, but our shingles on our dearly beloved old house are Portland cement shingles. And the first three people that are the first three companies that I've talked to about replacing rain gutters, they would tell me how simple it is to just lift up the asphalt shingles and put the strapping in underneath and fasten it. And I think, okay, asphalt is flexible, but I think the cement shingles might crack. So how do I find someone who knows how about preserving the shingles and putting up new rain gutters? Well, I, I think there are, way, there are a number of ways to install gutters. You can put straps uh, that go up under the asphalt shingles, but you can, they can also be attached directly. So what you're going to want to do is attach those gutters directly to the fascia. And instead of using nails, you're going to want to use gutter screws. They're very long lag bolts, lightweight, thin lag bolts. Usually they have a hex head on them. And the nice thing about these uh, these gutter bolts, so to speak, is that once you put them in, they don't pull out. Sometimes the nails, the gutter spikes that they use will pull out, but these gutter screws will not pull out. So you just need to use a different fastening system. Uh, and if you have you had physically had somebody at the house that saw this configuration, or are they just kind of telling you this on the phone? No, we, we had just moved to the area, and I was just going down the yellow pages, you know, trying to get it. Well, once they get to your house, they're going to figure out the best ways to attach the gutter. But rest assured, there's a number of ways to do this. And no, you don't have to take your shingles apart. And by the way, as long as those shingles, those roof shingles look good, then there's no reason to replace them. You know, the cementitious uh, roof shingles are very durable. The reason that most people replace them is they tend to grow a lot of algae and moss and they can look nasty after a while. But if they're still looking decent and it's not leaking, then you're good to go. Yep, you're good and there's a whole pile of, uh, or a little pallet, 
probably two or three hundred of them down in the basement. So, oh boy, <laughs> so you're, you are good to go. Storm, we should have some shingles. Yeah. All right, Esther. <laughs> thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, you know that fall is really a great time to refresh your bathroom or your kitchen at home because the holidays are coming and people are going to spend a lot more time at home and maybe in your home. So that makes investing in those hardest working rooms of the house perfect sense. Yep, and that's one reason that we launched a new sweepstakes with RiverbendHome.com. It's called the Beautiful Bath Sweepstakes, and RiverbendHome.com has partnered with American Standard and Browie, amazing brands, to provide $3,500 worth of bath products, including beautiful fixtures and faucets and lots more. Now, a beautiful bath should be everything that you want. It should be gorgeously designed, but also sustainable, environmentally friendly. Whatever you are looking for, you can totally create, whether it's a quick bathroom DIY or a major investment in a luxury bath makeover. You know, American Standard and Growy all have quality products for every single style and every price range. So enter today the Riverbend Home Beautiful Bath Sweepstakes. You can enter at moneypit.com slash sweepstakes. That's moneypit.com. Dot com slash sweepstakes. David in Delaware is on the line with an HVAC conundrum. What is going on at your money pit? I've been in this house for 29 years. I was the original owner, and I live in a two-story house. And on the second story, I've always had two rooms that were too hot in the summertime and too cold in the wintertime. So the first thing I did to the whole house was replace all the windows. It didn't help it. Three years ago, I replaced my heat pump and got a bigger unit. Helped it out a little bit, but not a whole lot. And then after I got my solar panels, um, the guys came in and did a like a leak test on my house. And they said the house is good and tight, but the guy said that most of your cold air return is being sucked up in the basement. So I've got some big-time leaks down there. So after looking around down there... The guy also clued me into that my cold air return ducts they used or they did back in the day, your studs uh, going up through the walls and the rafters in the basement. Right. They used that as the, as the duct itself. They basically used the stud bay as the duct. So where I found my problem to be is the main trunk of the cold air return. They just kind of cut a great big hole in it, and then they... Um, raise the trunk up to the floor joist. Well, I've got gaping holes um, up where the um, trunk does not hit the joist. And that's like on four different joists that um, I need to try to seal that up, and it's in a bad spot to get to. And I was wondering, do you have any ideas? So, yeah, first of all, duct sealing itself and leaky ducts are responsible for probably more energy loss than almost anything else in a forced air system. Now, there's a number of ways that you can attack this. You can do it sort of structurally and mechanically where you try to get to every one of these ducts and, and, and try to repair it so it doesn't have the leaks. Or you can do it with a product called AeroSeal. AeroSeal is a product that's sprayed into the duct system. And Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. 
Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT basically sticks to the inside of the ducts, completely sealing them. And it's designed to basically look for the gaps and then build up where the air is escaping in those gaps and makes the entire system uh, much more efficient. There's a great video on this on uh, thisoldhouse.com. If you uh, Google this old house and uh, AeroSeal, A-E-R-O-S-E-A-L, you'll find that video. And you can kind of understand the whole story. But basically, once it's applied, it completely seals both the return uh, and the supply ducts. And it might be just the ticket that you need uh, to get this house working again. Because you're right, if you don't have uh, proper um, air returns, you know, Heating and cooling systems work not by just dumping cold air or warm air into the room. They work by recirculating air because it takes many passes of that air through the room to get it to the temperature that you want it to be. And if they're full of holes, it's just not going to work right. So take a look at AeroSeal. I think that might be the solution to your problem. And on your online thing, it'll show how to apply it and how to do it? It's professionally applied. It's not a do-it-yourself project. It requires oh, special tools. Yeah. And you're better off doing it that way. This way you know that it's done right and uh, and all of those gaps are sealed. But I think it'll make a big difference. I appreciate your help. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you'd love to take on home improvements over the weekend, you know that some of them can take a month of weekends to get done, but, <laughs> but others can be very easily knocked out in a day or two. So here's a few all-in-one weekend projects that you can fit in between Saturday morning coffee and Sunday dinner. All right, first up, paint your tub or your tub surround. Now, we owe a lot to our tubs, good hygiene for one, so there's no reason you shouldn't give it a little TLC. The problem is that most tubs get so grungy over time that no amount of scrubbing will make them shine. Now, tile and tub refinishing kits may be the answer. They contain everything you need to repaint ceramic porcelain and fiberglass steel or even acrylic tubs and surrounds. But while the finish won't last as long as a new tub, it doesn't cost anything near the same kind of money, so it'll give you a chance to refresh the bag Classrooms look in just a single weekend. Now, another project you can take on in a weekend is remodeling your fireplace. They really are the focal point of your den or your living room, so they deserve attention, especially when it comes to decor. Now, revamping a fireplace doesn't have to mean springing for an expensive replacement. You can top it off with crown molding. You can refinish it with peel-and-stick stone facade or even something as simple as repainting the surfaces. These are all great ways to breathe fresh life into that old hearth. Just remember, if you 
want to make that painting decision, you got to think carefully because once you paint any sort of stone or brick, it's very difficult to come back from that. So think about how you can make that natural stone or brick work with your new decor ideas. And finally, you can make a beautiful do-it-yourself outdoor fire pit. You know, fire pits are fun, and the stuff Autumn Memories are made of, they're not too hard to build yourself either. We've got links to project plans on moneypit.com. Diane in South Dakota is on the line with a flooring question. What can we do for you today? Yes, um, we had a problem with uh, trying to put some wood flooring down on our, on our floor. And okay. when they delivered the wood and they went to lay it down, They said that our floor was not flat. We had some ridges or bumps on it. Yep. And that they could not put the flooring on because it would pop up and wouldn't hold. Okay. And I'm just wondering if there's any way to rectify that. So what type of subfloor do you have that they were trying to put this uh, new flooring on top of? Is it plywood? It's plywood, yes. Yeah, sure. A good flooring installer would know this, so I'm surprised they didn't tell you what had to happen. But there's a couple of things you can do. There's a carpentry solution, and a carpentry solution may involve, it depends on how far out of whack it is. I mean, they're right. These these new flooring products, um, they have a, a certain range that they're designed to work uh, with, within. And if your floor is out of level uh, above that range, then certainly you could have adhesion problems. So there's the carpentry solution might involve working on the floor joist to actually get them to lay down. Sometimes you get um, a joist that is crowned and sort of rises up. There is actually a way to go into the basement, cut that beam in half, put a new solid beam next to it, and bring it down. And that will help it lay down and eliminate that bump. So that's a carpentry solution. And the other solution you could use um, is to apply what's called a floor leveling compound. Now, this is a, um, a liquid, very thick compound that gets um, poured onto the floor, and then it's self-leveling in a level, and it'll keep everything nice and flat. And that takes up the dips and the rises in that floor and gives you a very flat surface to work on. Probably not a do-it-yourself project, something I would have somebody do that has some experience with it because it's got to be done right. Then once that dries, the new floor can be laid right on top of it. So there's a carpentry solution, and then there's the floor leveling compound, which is designed exactly for situations like this. Okay, I actually think that we'd probably have to go the carpenter route because I asked them about that product. I said, isn't there some kind of a leveling product that you could pour on the floor, and they said it wouldn't work in this situation. Okay, well, I'm not sure why. Um, they probably should be giving you more information on that. And sometimes when a contractor says it won't work, what, what, what they mean to say, that's what comes out of their mouth. But what they're saying is, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe they didn't want to do it. Don't take that to heart. It may be that it can, in fact, be done. You just don't have the right person involved yet, okay? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your calling me back. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. 
and its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. Well, fall is a great time to get your lawn, garden, and landscape ready for winter and a quick comeback come next spring. But if you're dreading having to dig out tools that are loud and noisy and need gasoline to run, we've got a much better solution for you to consider. Yup, for me, it's cordless all the way. I mean, the power and efficiency are there, and there's no more hassles starting them up, keeping the fuel fresh and storing them for the winter. And the brand that I've used exclusively is Greenworks, which is why I've invited Mark Sewell to join us. Mark is the director of marketing, and he's got a very successful history of recognizing the value of new technologies and bringing those products to consumers. Welcome, Mark. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. So it's been a long, hot and blistering summer. I think this last couple of months, people kind of get a bit sleepy, but now's the time to kind of wake up and and get to work. There's a lot of things that have to be done now, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, the leaves are going to be changing, falling off the trees, going to need to pick those up, blow them into piles and trim the trees, trim the hedges, get everything ready for winter. A lot to do. Now, cordless technology has obviously been around for a number of years, Mark, but I think only in the last few, I would say, has it really advanced to the point where there's really nothing you can't do with a well-designed cordless machine, whether it's a lawnmower, a blower, or a chainsaw. The battery technology is there. The brushless motor technology is there. And you guys have pulled it all together into some really attractive and very powerful equipment. So talk to me about that journey and how this has changed. I think a lot of folks still think of battery-powered tools as not being the same, but it's really not the case anymore. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and about, you know, five, ten years ago with NICAD switched to lithium, you know, the technology, it, it, was, it, it got better, but it wasn't enough to equal gas power, right? So, you know, now with the evolution of the lithium and the cells, along with the brushless motors, you know, it, it's giving you the equal power, equal runtime to that of a gas unit, regardless if it's a blower, a trimmer, a chainsaw, and even a mower. You know, mowers are the biggest up-and-coming category for outdoor power equipment, and battery is taking share away from gas, and the technology is just going to keep getting better and better. And you know what? I feel like the battery technology has made this type of tool more accessible for me because I always have a hard time starting a gas mower and maintaining a gas mower, really just maintaining all of those gas tools. It's really overwhelming and a little intimidating. So the battery power has just truly opened up a whole avenue of yard maintenance that I just wasn't doing. You're absolutely correct. Besides getting rid of the oil and the gas and mixing it and the fumes and the mess, the non-intimidating factor with just putting the battery in and pushing a button, it makes it so much better. Not to mention the maintenance on all these gas-powered tools 
every year you pull the tool out of the shed or the garage and you, you can't get it started. So then you have to spend extra money getting it maintained, getting it tuned up. In battery, you don't have to do any of that. You guys really have been battery from day one, which really has made you the experts in that space. What do you think has driven your growth? We were lucky enough to be early adopters and really inventors of outdoor power equipment based on battery. So that's all we know. You know, we don't know gas engines. We don't want to deal with them. Our name is Greenworks, right? So we're green. We're electric or battery only. And we've been like that since day one. And that just gives us the knowledge for the last 15, 20 years of our company just focusing in on battery technology, that gives us that bigger level of expertise and bigger level of innovation, and it shows in our products. It's also a much more environmentally friendly technology. In fact, you guys were recently declared the official power equipment manufacturer for Earth Day, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was a great partnership. We intend to keep this for years to come. Sustainability is not something that we just talk about. It's something that we practice within the company, you know, from factories overseas and domestically, having solar panels on the roofs, recycling programs. We really try to do what we speak and set an example in the industry and for the rest of the country. We're talking to Mark Sewell. He's the director of marketing for Greenworks Tools. Mark, I want to ask you about a couple of your products that are some favorites of mine. Uh, first up, the cordless electric leaf blower. Now, a leaf blower is a fall standard, right? That's when people think about it and get rid of those leaves quickly and efficiently. We all hate to wake up to the sound of gas-powered leaf blowers, which are so loud and annoying, especially early in the morning. These leaf blowers today are incredibly powerful, and I personally have found many uses for leaf blowers beyond just blowing leaves. I keep mine in my shop. I have kind of a pretty nicely decked out shop, which is like the size of a two and a half car garage. And I got to tell you, almost every day when I'm working in there, I open up the garage doors and I grab my Greenworks cordless leaf blower and I blow out all the sawdust and anything else that's kind of showed up across the day. So it's kind of a fun tool to have for a lot of different uses. Funny you say. First time I brought the blower home, put it in the garage, and my wife hasn't let me use it since. (laughs) Continuously, every day she goes out, she blows the garage, she blows the driveway, she blows the patio. She likes it so much, I'm going to have to get another one just for myself. Hey, I was coming home from uh, the gym the other day, and I saw a guy that um, apparently had uh, purchased or rented a rider truck and a rider pickup. Maybe he was moving some stuff, and that guy took a leaf blower, and he was blowing out the pickup truck. Not the back, the cab to get it cleaned out to bring it back. So there's a lot of things you can use this tool for. Now, you guys have a new model coming out now that delivers 130 miles per hour. Uh, That's a huge amount of power. And the feature I like on it the most is the turbo button, because when you need a little extra power, you just punch that turbo button and man, away it goes. Yeah, especially when you have early mornings when there's a little bit of wetness on the ground, Mm -hmm. things that get stuck in the water, it just takes it up with ease. The new blower has tons of power, and that turbo boost button, to your point, just gives you that extra little giddy-up. And that runs on a 60-volt lithium-ion battery, as does the Greenworks Gen 2 cordless electric chainsaw. Now, here's something that I think folks never would have imagined in their wildest dreams you would uh, be able to do with battery power. I've got the 18-inch chainsaw, and I absolutely love it, especially when, you know, there's something small that needs to be done. I don't have to get out my gas-powered chainsaw and go through all the steps to get that thing going. I could just grab the 60-volt model, pop in the battery with the Greenworks electric chainsaw, and, and off we go. And And that said, we had a big storm here a couple of months back, and I did need to do some pretty serious work with it. And I got to tell you, I was out there for probably an hour and a half on the single charge, trimming up a tree that had fallen. The new battery technology, like we talked about earlier, it makes these tools last and run for um, a lot longer than before. To your point, with the new 18-inch chainsaw, you know, a lot of people, they do chainsaw work twice, three times a year. 
So it's really great to bring that out, put the battery in, push the button, and bam, you're away, ready to go, where if you have a gas chainsaw, that thing might not start up at all. You'd be in quite a quandary. Now, there's another product I want to ask you about, Marcus. I think it kind of took me by surprise in terms of its popularity. I knew it was an important product. Uh, it's not one that I would have used personally had I not seen your version of it. But I'm talking about the 300-watt battery-operated power inverter. Now, for those that don't know what a power inverter is, you know, you all know that we've got to power our phones and we want to charge them, right? And if you want to start an electric light or something else or a small tool, you got to be able to plug it into an outlet. Well, if you don't have an outlet, you can use this inverter to take a 60-volt Greenworks battery and turn it into a 300-watt AC power outlet. So that can power TVs and speakers and lights and a whole lot more. This is something that I think was surprising in terms of its capability, and I think um, a lot of folks have reacted very positively to it. What are you hearing from the users of the power inverter? We're hearing rave reviews. You know, you're used to getting uh, and walking around with a little portable cell phone charger. Well, this is a bigger unit, but not only does it charge cell phones, it could charge, you know, your laptops, your iPads. It's got a 120-volt plug that you can plug a TV, your laptop. A lot of people, they love it because when they go camping, they could plug in anything they want. They can plug in a TV at tailgates. Even when there's storms, people could just pop in the battery when they don't have power and they can get you know, charge your cell phone for tons and tons of time. So it comes in very, very handy. And it's one of those things that before I didn't know what it was either. And once I found out and realized that we're going to be producing this, it's just a lifesaver. I use it more often than not. I feel like you and your team over at Greenworks are always coming up with something new. So what's on the horizon for next spring? Next spring is going to be very, very, very interesting for us and for our consumers. We not only are coming out with, uh, again, a brand-new line of 60-volt tools that are all interchangeable with uh, one battery, but we are coming out with a, an electric zero-turn mower wow. uh, that is going to revolutionize the industry, not only from the standpoint that it's going to be geared for the residential customer, but the way that it works is going to be off those 60-volt batteries. Wow. So you're going to be able to use not only the 60-volt batteries, that come with the zero turn, but be able to pop those batteries out and put them into your handheld equipment. You really are going to have a solution for the entire yard from residential people to light commercial. It's going to be quite, quite the innovative feature of the year. That's pretty exciting. Mark Sewell, the Director of Marketing for Greenworks Tools, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. If you'd like to learn more and check out the Greenworks products, you can go to greenworkstools.com, or you can also visit lowes.com slash greenworks. That's lowes.com slash greenworks. Mark, thanks again for all the good work you guys are doing down there in North Carolina. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Leslie, if you had half a day, what one project would you do around your house? Oh, geez, in a half a day? Yeah, half a day. Oh, hey, three hours-ish. Uh, I want to paint my front door, but I'll settle for the front door sill plate. All right, there you go. Yeah, because you can leave the door open because the weather's beautiful while it dries. And hold the dog on the leash so the dog doesn't <laughs> run away. Yes. What is the one project you guys would like to get done? Give us a call right now. We'll help you get through it. one 888 Pit. 
Hey, if you're a do-it-yourselfer or a pro, we have got a fantastic set of products we're giving away to one listener today from our friends at Pony Jorgensen. They're a set of bar clamps worth 90 bucks. These bar clamps are seriously strong. They've got cast iron heads and a high carbon steel rust-resistant bar, and they've got large, easy-to-grip handles and swivel pads. You're going to love them. You'll find lots of uses for them. They're available in a wide variety of sizes. They're great for DIYers and pros, and they'll be great for you if you call us now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 money pit Well, wall coverings can have a big impact on a room's decor scheme, both in design and, if you're not careful, your wallet. Well, fortunately, affordable products are making it easier than ever to achieve professional results on a DIY budget. Now, when you're looking at wallpaper, it's smart to choose the best quality paper you can afford and then use it sparingly. Consider, for example, just papering a powder room or a focal wall in the family room, or you can use wallpaper inside squares that are trimmed out with molding in a dining room. Paper the bottom half of the walls under a chair rail. You get the idea. Yeah, I mean, there's really so much you can do, and wall murals are really making a big comeback. And when I say a wall mural, I'm not meaning like, oh, a pastoral scene. You can go to iStock or any other photo sharing website and pick out an image and buy the rights to it, which are very affordable. And then you get a super high resolution image, which you can then send to a variety of sources to have printed on a sticky back vinyl. And you can have it be permanent adhesive or you can have, you know, repositionable. And then you can go ahead and use that as a wall cover. You do have to be careful, though, because, you know, if you go the permanent adhesive, it's you get it on there and it's there. But get the repositionable. You can take your time, lay it out. You want a squeegee, a foam roller. Sometimes people use that and measure it up and put it right on the wall. And it's gorgeous and easy. You know that if you're doing it for your kids, they're going to grow out of whatever design you choose. Exactly. <laughs> right? At the beginning of the, uh, when it's first done, it's amazing. And then it's like, oh my God, this is so childish in just a few short years. So I think the removable is the smart way to go because stuff changes. <laughs> Very easily it does. <laughs> We have a new sweepstakes starting today with RiverbendHome.com. It's called the Beautiful Bath Giveaway, and you can win $3,500 in bath products from brands like American Standard and Growy, all available at RiverbendHome.com. We've got a question now from Carrie in New York who says we currently have an old electric stove and we're not sure if we should add a gas line or put in a gas stove. Would there be a good return on investment or are electric stoves now more energy efficient? Uh, short answer, no. I don't think they're more efficient. I think putting in a gas line if it's available is smart and most utility companies will agree to put in the line at a low to no cost if you promise to install one appliance, even a gas grill outside. Put in that one appliance, a stove, a dryer, a grill, and they'll do the install of the line to your house for free. All right, Carrie, good luck with that. It sounds like you're getting a new kitchen for the holidays. Well, the floor is one of the biggest blank surfaces in your home, and it deserves as much attention, if not more, than pretty much any other surface. Leslie's got some tips to help you choose your best floors in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? When it comes to flooring, I like to let the room choose the flooring type because each space has different needs. I'm not saying let the space be like, oh, I want this color. I'm saying let the space tell you I need this kind of surface to do the best job for you. So if you're talking about a foyer or an entryway to your home, you need something there that's super durable. I'm talking tile or laminate or even a commercial grade hardwood if you've got to have the real deal. You know, you walk in the door, your shoes are bringing 
bringing in dirt, and that's going to act like sandpaper and then ruin that flooring. So here your floor is your line of defense. You want to have a durable, cleanable floor surface and don't wear your shoes all around the house. Give your family a spot right there when they walk in to take off their shoes and then mosey on through the rest of the house. Now, in general, a living room or a dining room can have any kind of flooring from a hardwood to a laminate. You're generally going to see less traffic in those spaces and most flooring can hold up there. If kids and pets are in the mix, you want to choose something that's more durable and more easily cleanable. You can go with an engineered hardwood or an even a laminate there. Now, if you're talking about a bathroom or a basement, tile is really going to be the best choice because you're going to see a lot of water in those spaces, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, things sort of get wet. So you want durability and water resistance. That is key. And laminates or tile are really the only way you can go for those spots. Now, lastly, your kitchen. Here again, you've got the chance of water. So you have to think carefully. Engineered hardwood, laminate, tile, cork, all great choices. Now, I really like the idea of a cork floor in a kitchen space because it's softer underfoot and you tend to be standing a lot in your kitchen space and harder floors are just harder on your feet and your legs. So you want to have something softer. And if you're going to go with a harder surface, get one of those mats to help you sort of absorb just the, you know, the the weight and the nonsense that goes on with your legs that really just gives you a hard time. This way your kitchen's going to work for you. So whatever you pick, know that today's manufacturing and milling have created a bounty of materials that you can choose from. There really is a match for every space. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, it's fireplace season. And one of the topics we get asked about most during this time of year is chimney cleaning. Can it be done safely and efficiently? And can it be done without you getting ripped off by a fraudulent contractor? We'll answer that and more on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey!